what's it look like when your government's surrounded by a wall of barbed wire? I mean, that's what we used to look at third third world despots do that, right? Right after Epstein gets it, I get strikes. As soon as Glenn Maxwell was arrested, it was the same day they got rid of my Patreon. It's not necessarily what I enjoy the most, but what I think is the most important is the Epstein case because they've never been this vulnerable. Never. And it, it will tie in with the Bidens bought property on Watered Island adjacent to Epstein. Hunter Biden is on film with kids. They're exposed. We got a chance to put some of them in jail. All these people that are blackpilled are remind them, look at what happened the last year and a half of Trump's presidency. Epstein got thrown in jail and killed. Maxwell got thrown in jail. Jean-Luc Brunel got thrown in jail. Peter Nygaard got thrown in jail. Sarah and Claire Bronfman got thrown in jail and their daughters of a billionaire. Keith Rainier of the Nexium cult got thrown in jail. Uh, and Harvey Weinstein got thrown in jail. That's nine serial rapists in prison or dead. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he'll guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have the great Ryan Dawson coming to the program. If you don't know him and his work, you really should. He knows Epstein better than anybody else on the planet. He's been following it for over a decade, about 15 years now. And he has this amazing Epstein map that he where he's tracked is really big, like over two feet by uh, three feet by four feet or something. And all the different people who are associated with, I don't know about all, but many of the different people that are associated with it and their links back to Epstein. And it's really fun as you get to start crossing off these people as they're arrested or something happens to them. And it's, it's a target. It's almost a strategic target map for people so we could take out these pedophiles and these human traffickers and frankly they're the corrupt members of the deep state and they need to be taken out and it really is a strategic map and in fact he's selling them so if you would like to get one you can get one on his website at the ancreport.com but i uh, we're going to talk about this today and we're going to talk about Epstein's case and more specifically about Maxwell and uh, how things are going in general and what he thinks about that. And before we get in that, we talk a little bit about the Civil War and what the Confederate flag means to him and to many people. And then we get into the Maxwell case, and, you know, Epstein case more. And then for my subscribers, my members of Ebonier or sarahwestall.tv, we are going to do an exclusive and dive a little bit more into his map, his Epstein map, and a few other topics. So if you're a member, you can watch it there and you can subscribe to either Ebonier or sarahwestall.tv 
at sarahwestall.com under subscribe. There is a difference between the two. sarahwestall.tv allows you to see it on Roku and it's a private server, so it's not going to be censored. And you can see it at sarahwestall.tv and you can also see it on Apple TV and other places. Whereas Ebonier, you also can see the exclusives, but it has coupons and it has dialogue. It's like a Facebook platform just for privately. It's a truth platform where we can interact and have dialogue. So again, sarahwestall.com under subscribe. Let's get into this really good interview now with Ryan Dawson. Hi, Ryan. Thank you so much for rejoining the program. It's good to be back on. It's sorry to see everybody being thrown off YouTube, but... <laughs> well, you've been thrown off so many times. I got thrown off twice. I tried to recreate mine. I had people saying, you know, recreate it. And, and so I did. And it, it, I think it took a total of three days or something before they got to me. You're right. And you've been kicked off um, Patreon. And you warned me. And there I was. I got kicked off. Jeez. Well, we can build you a paywall. Do what I'm doing. Well, I do have one. I, I, I did a, um, I did a truth platform called Ebonier. It means truth, and I have a website called Ebonier World that I want to build out. Um, you know, and it's just, uh, but I want to, I, I want to bring it, make it bigger than it is, and have allow free access plus paid access. So I'm trying to figure that out. Nobody should be on Patreon. Oh God, because you can no. do other sites like that or Subscribestar or something or. Like, we just build our custom paywall. That's smarter. Patreon will steal your money. But not only do they cancel you, but they take the whole month's worth of revenue as well. And they've done it to many, many people. And I just, I think a lot of the supporters can't stomach giving Patreon money. Like, they want to support the creator, but they go, ah, I can't do that. Yeah, right. I know. Well, just, they're just a glorified middleman anyway. Yes, they are. That's what it is. Because Did they even give you a reason when they deleted you? They said because uh, QAnon. I said, I already told you that I'm not QAnon. I don't, I've, I don't even, I have never read a single QAnon post on my... Uh, How is that even against the terms anyway? <laughs> well, I, yeah, they. I don't know. And that's the whole thing. It's like, why Why would I even argue that I'm not QAnon? Because who cares? And that's, the, that's I, so I had such a hard time. I was so conflicted arguing because I'm not. And I don't like to be accused. The code accused, word there is, did you say the election had fraud? That's a, I mean, we're getting to yes, the point. Yes, I did. I, in the United States where... The government stole an election and the social media outlets are like, you don't even have the right to question whether or not the Isn't government stole the election. that crazy? Well, that's further proof they stole it. <laughs> that is nuts. I, I actually think the reason was um, some of the human trafficking that I cover. But I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know why. I mean, I, I suppose I'm a target. They took down my website. GoDaddy did. And it was me and another... Human trafficking will get you in a lot of trouble because you're talking about billionaires mm -hmm. on the Epstein map and with Peter Nygaard, too. So some of the most powerful people in the world are wrapped up on this, and they do not like independent journalists talking about it. No, they really don't. And and that's why I was saying I was conflicted with the Q stuff because I don't like being told I'm a Q and on person when I'm not, but at the same point, I don't like to argue that I'm not because I don't think there's anything wrong with the people that are. And I'm like, I, this is ridiculous. Well, it's like a million different topics. You might agree on one thing and not another. Exactly. You know, 
that's like calling somebody it doesn't mean anything as like calling somebody republican or something or a democrat like well you might agree on some things and not others that's exactly right yeah what they really mean is did you question the election that's all they care about and and the, and i did and i created a um a, a little mini doc about the election that went viral and so it got over a million views and but it was i just i said this is so obvious you know i have a computer science engineering background and anybody with data analysis skills or any of that, and you look at the data, if you look, anybody that looks at the data knows <laughs> well, it was obvious. When you, we have mail-in votes that have no voter ID and no signature verification. What's to prevent people from just inventing them and mailing them in? You could vote 20 times. Well, yeah, and that's just part of it. That's, I mean, the, the mail-ins were really obvious, but then the really bad stuff happened with the data flipping, with the vote flipping. I would say even before any of that, what everyone knows as a fact is that there was poll suppression. Yes. Where they said Biden's up by 11 or 17% and he wasn't, which hurts the way people donate. And then you look at like the Senate race in Georgia, both Republican senators had their Facebooks banned, but the Democrats didn't. And that's where they were campaigning and raising funds and all and Twitter exact, you know, totally anti-Republican. So is Facebook. And immediately afterward, they delete the president from YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. It's absolutely crazy because he didn't do anything wrong. I mean, not in they context. They banned the, the story on Hunter Biden Right, the New York Post was banned. Kelly McEnany was banned. Isn't that nuts? He pulled videos from Giuliani, and it was real. Hunter Biden did have a sticky laptop where he's smoking crack and getting foot jobs from high school girls. And they do have ties to China and Ukraine, and and it just doesn't matter. I mean, Joe Biden's on tape doing quid pro quo with Poroshenko, and he's on film bragging about it at a CFR get together yes yes and the press just is like whatever it's so incredible and then you they know. lock down dc it's so incredible it's just incredible well the best is you know like nancy pelosi finally allowed guns and built a wall and makes you have id in washington where she works well and people say why don't you why don't you take some of those soldiers and put them down by the wall where we really need them instead of in dc well, it's just it, it's just incredible times because. Well, what's it look like when your government's surrounded by a wall of barbed wire? I mean, that's what we used to look at. Third, that's exactly right. Third world despots do that, right? And and so the people who are legitimately doing good research and are trying to help the world, you know, like t end human trafficking, are the ones being attacked. And then the ones who are traffickers are the Trump ones who are. Trump would talk to like thirty thousand person crowd, right? Like he was doing a tour around America with these giant crowds that waited day in the snow to see him and stuff. I uh, yes. Biden can't even walk out behind a wall. Like he has ten people come in and sit in circles, and he's got a little picture book so he can remember their names, and he doesn't really answer any questions. Yeah, well, they had to rent cars because they couldn't even get people to show up for that. I mean, it was just so bad. But let's let's get on to what you're doing because you are one of the the best journalists out there covering. Um, well, just whatever you decide to cover, you do such a good job on it. But you've been covering the Epstein case. You do. And I, I want before we get into that, I want to talk about your um, your flag back there. Because the flag, the Confederate flag. Which I got two. I got the Palestine and 
I got a Confederate flag here. Yeah, and, and the Confederate flag brings in so many um, emotions, and it shows people think it, it represents um, racism and all these things. Can you talk about what you think it represents? Well, it's, also, it's called the rebel flag for a reason. Yeah, you're like the last person on the planet who would be racist and from what I understand. So talk about it. No. I've got mixed race kids. What you well, yeah, I mean that's my point. <laughs> um no, this there are there are racist people that have it. There are racist people that have a Christian cross too. Like the the KKK burns a cross in people's yards, but that doesn't get they don't get to monopolize what a cross means. And some neo Nazi weirdo that also likes Confederate flags or whatever, they don't get to monopolize what that means to hundreds of millions of Southerners either. Like I'm not letting them take our flag. It is a rebel flag, and it stands for defiance against a, a tyrannical government. I mean, the South suffered for more than 50 years after Reconstruction. Actually, their economy hadn't reached what it was in 1860 for another 85 years. Uh, they were used in abuse. And the narrative on the Civil War of um, that the North was attacking the South in slavery is ridiculous, since five northern states had slaves themselves, and they enslaved the Chinese after the war was over and northern states failed to pass the 13th Amendment on the first try. You're not going to fight a war to end slavery, and then the amendment to end slavery comes up and you vote against it. Lincoln offered the Corwin Amendment to codify slavery in the Constitution if the South would stay in the Union, and they rejected it. It's not why they were fighting, and it's a great story. You'd be like, oh, yeah, it would be great if the war was to end slavery because that would make uh, some rationale for how horrible it was. Uh, because the Civil War, the American lost more soldiers in that war than all of our other wars put together. And on a percent basis, if you were going to have a war today where you lost as many soldiers as just the South, and the North actually lost more, but they actually started with a lot more too, but that would be like having a war and losing 17 million people. Yeah. Can you imagine, like Vietnam is 55,000. Can you imagine losing 17 million and then... 50 years later, people want to knock down the veteran statues. And the statues are for veterans, North and South. Not one of them mentions emancipation or anything like that. It's like, this is for the fall of the soldiers. Nobody's building Confederate monuments to a politician. They're to generals and to the people who died trying to prevent their cities from being burned by Lincoln's terrorists. And the same people went West and yes. murdered Native Americans. Yeah. Custer and the 7th Cavalry, the same people that fought for the Union, are the same people that killed American Indians and Mexicans, and they were racist. Like, everyone was racist in the 1860s. That's not what they were fighting about. They're fighting over the tariffs, and that remained. They slapped a 45% tariff on uh, cash crops on the South uh, that lasted until 1913. It was only replaced then because they created an income tax for the whole country. Well, let me ask you, isn't it true that slavery was on its way out anyways, and that uh, only 1% of the yeah. people had slaves, and it was out, on its way out anyways, and the war, the Civil War, actually made it worse for black people? Right. It actually prolonged it. Um, the, the policies they were doing, like it had been phased out of most of the northern states. Um, it was, they still had slaves in the capital. They still had slaves in Kentucky, Maryland, Missouri. All the border states had slaves. Um, and then there are black code laws and things in other states. But what a lot of those northern states did is as emancipation was approaching, they just sold all their slaves a month, a month or even a day before they had to free them. 
and cashed out, just sold them down south. But Virginia had already ended the transatlantic slave trade. Uh, it was actually a Southern president, Andrew Johnson, that finally passed the 13th Amendment. Lincoln was dead before the slaves were freed. Uh, and then it was another Southern president, Lyndon Johnson, that passed the Civil Rights Act and desegregated. They're all Southern presidents. Tennessee was phasing it out. Uh, North Carolina, western part of North Carolina had had um, freedmen since the Revolutionary War. And of course, the western part of Virginia, which became West Virginia, uh, was on its way to emancipation and was the first northern state to do so uh, after the war that hadn't already. And then, you know, uh, it, Texas really wasn't about it either. I mean, there were still a lot of slaves in South Carolina, Mississippi, Alabama, where they were being used to pick cotton. But had the tariffs not strangled the southern economy so bad, it would have been a lot easier to get rid of slaves. But they're not going to get rid of uh, free labor that wasn't really free because they were sadly considered property and you're paying about $44,000 a person. Um, they were, were not going to be able to uh, survive without them. And they wanted to have a buyback program or they wanted to phase it out. And it was happening, but they didn't have the capital to educate 4 million people and didn't. And exactly what happened, once slaves were freed on paper, and only black slaves, they didn't free any other kind of slave. But when blacks were freed by the 13th Amendment, essentially to become a voting bloc for the Republicans at the time, uh, they just ended up becoming sharecroppers and living impoverished lives alongside white farmers. And many people just starved to death or died. Some moved up north, uh, and they did this to the Irish and some American Indians, too. They had them building the railroads, and they wouldn't even pay them in money. They paid them in script, and script could only be spent on the company store. And that system lasted on into the 1920s. It wasn't until after the Blair Mountain Rebellion and some other armed uprisings that those labor laws were finally changed. Yeah, it was really bad. Another thing that changed was <clears throat> the railroads were finished, and yeah, I mean, the corporate America really took over the government with Lincoln and then overdrive with Grant, like Ulysses S. Grant, who had slaves and had contraband camps where he, their concentration camps. Blacks fled the South to thinking if we get across the Union uh, army lines, we'll be free. But the Union, who still needed Southern cotton for uniforms and tents, didn't want to buy it from the South, because that would be enabling their enemies. So they just rounded up the blacks that crossed the line and made them pick cotton for free in concentration camps. About half of them died. The wounded were, you know, people dying of parasites and disease were just thrown on carts with horse carcasses and wheeled off in wagons on top of each other into mass graves. They didn't care about blacks. They were not fighting to free the slaves. They didn't give a damn. They raped them. They, they raped hundreds of thousands of people after the war, white and black. One of the one of the scourges in the Northern Army was how syphilis and other STZs went through and affected uh, hundreds of thousands of their soldiers. And 40% of their army was mercenaries from Germany and Ireland. Um, and then about 180,000 uh, freedmen that got sent on suicide missions. This truth of the Civil War just isn't told. They act like the South's a bunch of backward country bump and cousin fucking racist and 
and uh, the North was just altruistic abolitionists that wanted to equality. <laughs> it was just a second nard. I mean, the head of the Union Army had slaves himself. Mrs. Grant had to own two people while Grant was uh, starving to death blacks in his concentration camps. And he also kicked Jews out of the Kentucky and Tennessee territories. So hardly. And then Custer and the rest of them were murdering Indians and Sherman burned cities, black and white homes alike, killed babies. It didn't matter. Like, they, they were monsters. And these Confederate generals, General Lee in particular, the only reason certain cities in Virginia, the North never won a battle in Virginia. Lee whooped them every time. But it was a matter of attrition. But those cities were intact because Lee kept defeating the Union Army. But out west, where they went down through Tennessee and around and up through Georgia, Sherman just went on a march. He burned Atlanta to the ground, like just burned a city. That's no different than firebombing Tokyo or Dresden. You're just killing Scorched earth policy. There's no army down there. They're just burning people um, and looting and raping and all the rest of it. And so that actually caused more people to join that because the South, a lot of some northerners fought for the South, but a lot of southerners fought for the North because they were part of the United States and they they're like, I'm American. And the tariff issue didn't affect everybody. It was mostly the coastal regions. And so that's why the western part of Virginia becomes West Virginia, East Tennessee and Western North Carolina. The third largest division in the Northern Army by the end of the war was from North Carolina, not New York or Pennsylvania. Like the, the, the third largest was from North Carolina, and the other half of North Carolina fought for the South. And it was a Confederate state, but a lot of people from there were, remained in the U.S. Everybody hugging the Mississippi or the coastline was affected by the export tax, and that's why they were fighting. But the people in the interior weren't so much, and so some of them fought for the North. But um, that's where your first black senator who was born in North Carolina as a freedman and then became a senator later in, in Mississippi, uh, Hyman Rhodes Rebels. And he wrote about how the North uh, post-war was just uh, using illiterate blacks as a voting block to aggrandize himself into office and cared nothing for them and did nothing for them. Well, and that's what we have today. And <laughs> that is really how it was. I mean, it remained racial segregation and racism on into the 1960s, much less the 1860s. Yeah. It wasn't. Well, they still solved. use them now. The right? only thing they were free to do is vote Republican. I mean, they still use them now. They, they, it's as a voting block and don't really do much. Yeah, the Democrats do the same thing. If you're not, you don't vote for me and you're not black. Like they have associated a biological identity to uh, a political party, which is ridiculous. Like, that's racist. It actually. is racist. I mean, you believe in racial teleology. So yeah. what does the flag represent to uh, you, then? What, do, what does it represent to you? So this, is the, this was the largest resistance to the federal government that it's ever faced. They had the largest resistance to corporate America. The South Carolina set up a free trade zone. They were against high tariffs. They were against regional scapegoating. And right now I'm very proud of the South. I had the flag up because yesterday I was doing a talk on the Civil War and it's just up whatever, but um, it's not really related to Epstein, but I see like it's the Southern states again in rebellion, not just in the United States, but in the entire world. The only people, again, standing up to tyranny about COVID-19 and opening up their states and getting rid of mask mandates and vaccine passports 
it's Florida and Texas and Mississippi, the Southerners. And a couple of Randalls like me that, rebellious <laughs> that get beat up by Karens. Yeah, there's, yeah, I mean, there, there's Northern individuals, but I mean, on a I statewide governor type level, the free state of Florida, the free state of Texas, Mississippi, Tennessee, South Carolina, Arkansas have all gotten rid of masks. And then some of the Midwestern states like North Dakota. Yeah, North Dakota is uh, ahead of the Alaska ahead of the game. North Dakota is going good. Yeah, and I consider the Midwest Southern because guess who got forced to go Midwest since the conditions were so bad in the South after the Reconstruction? Southerners. So yeah, that's why the West and the South that that cowboy like it starts with Texas and bleeds upwards, but they are Southern in philosophy and way of life. So. That's the red states, right? Midwest and the South. Us Northerners who feel very uh, oppressed right now are looking at um, our options to go South. It's very sad, actually, but this is a worldwide phenomenon. As you know, this isn't just the United States. I feel like Kentucky's become a Southern state. Uh, We could have sure used their help in the Civil War because the North's best soldiers were from Kentucky. And it would have been nice to have them. There's somebody outside. You're in Japan, which is really quite interesting. Um, Okay, well, let's get into some of these other topics that you have. Uh, You are uh, following, and you have been for years, you know the Epstein situation better than anybody. I know last time we had you on, we went through the whole Epstein map, and people can purchase the map from you still. Right, and it, it's all the diff, all the people that are connected. I got a couple maps back here, some added things. Too. It's just incredible that because you know all the connections and all the people related to this this quagmire of crap. That yeah, I've been following it now about fourteen years, and I think a lot of people got excited around two thousand nineteen when he got arrested, or maybe a year before that. Because it was actually buzzing around the Q community of all places. Um, I remember Neon Revolt stole my map. Uh, not the map I sell, but one I put up for free and, and acted like they made it themselves. I'm like, I made that map. Well, I've had that up forever. <laughs> like, well, people knew. I made a video of it on YouTube and they gave me two strikes. So I had to put all my videos to private and wait out the six months period for a strike to be taken away. And in that time, everybody plagiarized my work. And it sucked because it was right after Epstein got arrested. No. And but you can look at my website back in May, a month before he got arrested. I was talking about Epstein and hopefully getting arrested and new information on on Michael Steinhardt, who's one of his uh, financiers. Other Wexner's the most famous, but Steinhardt's right there. And he had a scandal, a sexual harassment scandal that month, and I was writing about that then. And you know, my YouTube's completely gone now, but even then. Right after Epstein gets it, I get strikes. As soon as Glenn Maxwell was arrested, it was the same day they got rid of my Patreon. And I said where she was going to be. Everyone was just guessing, like, he's in, she's in France or the UK or Israel. And I said, no, she's in the United States, and she's in the Northeast, and that's exactly where she was. And I said that on Atwood's show. And I said it on my own show week before that. But So now who's related you know, in your map to YouTube or to Patreon that you know of, have you been able to dig that out? Because that's really interesting. There's a bunch related to PayPal. As far as to Alphabet Inc. or YouTube, there's no real direct like one degree connection. They've kept that clean. So, that I've found, but I don't know everyone. Yeah, they, that 
Google's like secretive of who's even on there, trust mm-hmm. the safety boards and stuff. Like these people are just, they have all this power to delete media on a whim, just say, oh, I hate speech or whatever and get rid of you. And you don't even know who they are and they're not held accountable and you can't take them to court. Well, we are taking them to court. <laughs> we have that Google lawsuit and I'd like it to get it to the Supreme Court. We do know the Supreme Court is compromised, but we'll see how that goes. Um, but let's talk about this Maxwell case because you also are following it. You just got three, a couple new charges, right? Yes. A couple new charges. New little girls came forward. Um, there's probably a, a whole sea of little girls that could come forward that haven't. But what do you think about Maxwell? She hasn't been killed yet. She's still alive. Do you think that's going to happen? Is she actually going to be tried? It's harder to do because of how much all of us, when Epstein was murdered, anyway. It's obvious. Yeah, he was murdered. Well, yeah, like, let's not waste time on that. When they killed him, she—you can't just do that twice. You could have, if everyone ignored it, they could have suicided her or say she died of COVID or whatever. But um. After Epstein and the big stink that everybody made about it, doing that two times when they'd lose all faith and credibility in the well, system. Well, do you think they have any and, faith and uh, credibility after stealing the election, putting a wall around D.C., killing Epstein, taking down people who are trying to take down child traffickers while allowing uh, on YouTube? I mean, that's it's just why they stole the election. Because Trump, <laughs> one of the things Trump was doing was going after the. Trump had a personal beef with Epstein and Maxwell and the Kushners, uh, and I don't like the Kushners either, but they, Mark Epstein and Charles Kushner were rivals, real estate rivals in New York. And then Trump's backers like Netanyahu and Murdoch, they didn't like the whole Maxwell family or Les Wexner. So it's just left-wing Zionist versus right-wing Zionist. And whatever if one half gets arrested i still consider it a win i do too because almost nothing ever happens to these people and they pulled on that yarn and man it is really falling apart they just did not see there's several black swans they didn't think donald trump was going to become president and he did they thought hillary was a for sure thing and they really didn't see this independent media rising on the internet now they've already kind of gotten rid of that i mean thousands of people were deleted on youtube and they've been thrown off of everything else. And they make it almost impossible for you to make a living telling the truth because you get kicked off Patreon, PayPal, and all. there aren't but a few payment processors. And they'll just throw you off all those too, right? But that means they're scared. Like we have them on the defense as bad as we're getting deplatformed. Okay, but they wouldn't be acting that ballistic and crazy if they didn't have things to hide. They made it a rule that you couldn't question the election. You can question any other election. You could question the 2016 election. How long did they say it was Russian collusion and they hacked the election for four years? Basically the whole time they said it and spent $48 million investigating. Yeah, they said Trump was illegitimate the whole time. But you're not allowed to question Biden. It's just incredible, yes. Right, right. You could be like, hey, you're wrong or whatever. Go ahead and say it's Russian collusion. They, we're not just saying that on Twitter and stuff. Like Rachel Maddow was saying that. The talking heads on TV were talking about Russian collusion and they hacked the election and they didn't. That's my point. Do you really think they have any integrity and respect anymore? I mean, people, they've they've played their cards too much right now. Where everybody just knows. It's like they're making their last stand with COVID 
and they're ramming it through or something. I don't know. This whole reset. Well, I think a lot of Maxwell's trials is just going to be classified anyway. Yeah, and that's what I want that's to talk about. I want to talk about why they classified. I know when the classification came through, I sent you an, a, a text or a, a message, and I'm like, why are they classifying this? I don't believe that they are going to classify anything for the protection of the people. There's somebody they're covering well, you know the up. Clintons are on there, and how many crimes have they gotten away with throughout the decades? Right, those two murder people. They always say they're Teflon, nothing sticks to them, but that really is true. Mm -hmm. I mean, Bill Clinton's Trump had his rape victims in the front row of the debate with Hillary. It's one of the most tragic <laughs> things he ever did. And so Hillary had to sit there and look at these women that Clinton had abused the whole time they were talking. I think that was great, actually. Yeah. He bought in, brought in one of Biden's business partners when the, the little debate they had. You know, and he just sat up there and lied. He said that the, the laptop was a myth. It was Russian disinfo, and it's not, and it wasn't. And everything he said in that debate was a lie. Yep, yep. And the media never came up later and said, actually, this is not true. That's not true. And Kamala Harris did the same thing. She brought up the fine people in two sides myth from Charlottesville, which is not what was said, you know, and well, the media, I call it just the propaganda media. The only media you know, are people like us actually trying to do things. There are a few weirdos here and there. And Our media is worse than North Korea. I, I, it, it's up there. You know? I mean, North Korea's culture is so weird <laughs> that it, it's weird. But When Biden was elected, they acted like he made the sun come out. Well, yeah, they, the guys, people oh, crying. It, this was know. the best speech I've ever heard. Those kinds of things. Like oh my god, what is this? It, it's it was incredible. When Bush did his axis of evil speech, they're all like, "Well, he might be dumb, but the people around him are geniuses." David Fromm wrote that speech. He's not a genius. All they did was lie. But when, as soon as he went along with the neocon agenda, the media loved him. He started yes. a war in Iraq. Every single network supported they it. They loved the wars. They all said there was weapons of mass destruction and so on. When Obama did corporate bailouts, every single outlet was like, well, too big to fail. We had to do something. They all were on board. Then Trump refused to go to war with Syria and refused to open the borders. So they had negative press on him the entire time he was Yes, president. they did. It was obvious. The entire time. Because he wasn't with the corporate agenda. Now, what do you think is going to happen with um, the Maxwell thing? Do you think, I want to wrap that up first before we get a little bit more into Biden. Well, her trial's July 12th, unless they move the date, and assuming she lives. <laughs> and they just nailed her with conspiracy. So you got to have more than one to have a conspiracy. Epstein's dead. Now, Jean-Luc Brunel's also in jail. We know he was involved in this little clique. Um, but they nailed her with conspiracy, and they got her with human trafficking and human trafficking of a minor. That's in addition to everything else she's already in prison for. So things are piling up against her. She's going to have to plea bargain or just sit in jail the rest of her life. And even a life sentence is like, well, how bad do you want jail to be? Do you want to be able to use a computer? Do you want to have a television? Do you want to just sit and look at a wall all day? I think she'll crack. I think she already has. Now, her friends and stuff are saying, no, that's not her personality. She's just going to rule the jail cell. She's not even in general population, and they're not going to let her in general population uh, until after all of the trials because they're afraid that's the easiest way to get her killed. 
So I don't think she'll tell on um, anybody above her like Epstein did because Epstein was talking to his lawyers. They said, oh, he's talking about Wexner, so got to go kill him. She knows to keep her mouth shut. But she can go sideways, uh, people on her own level and below her. She could talk, tell on some of the other groomers. She could, um, you know, dump a lot on Brunel because he's already been arrested. She could... Uh, um, maybe a Dershowitz is a mid-level guy, but I don't see her telling on Prince Andrew, who she was having an affair with, and I don't see her telling on Wexner or anybody in Mega Group, because she knows that would get her killed. They would just classify the info and would never see a light of day, and she'd be dead in 24 hours. Yeah, so basically she's they're figuring out who she can talk about, and then she can she can squeal about that, and then it looks like they really did a good job, and they figure out who goes down. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of a whitewash. But she could tell on, on a lot of the other groomers. And you know what? Um, the survivors themselves, well, Brunel's going to have his trial, and he can still squeal too. But they know about the others that have been accused, like Wexner and Dershowitz and Glenn Dubin. And, um, why aren't they subpoenaed yet, right? These people, uh, victims have said, I got raped by this person. Like Virginia Giuffre's details on the Dubins, for example, this is a billionaire family. Epstein actually dated the guy's wife before they were married and then wanted to marry their daughter. Sick. Um, she had details of what hotel they stayed in in Florida when uh, Lynn Dubin's wife was pregnant and uh, things that a kid wouldn't know. You're not going to know some random hedge fund manager anyway, mm-hmm. right? This isn't a famous person name like bill gates or bill clinton this is some of the more obscure thing that a 15 16 year old is not going to know that it's not going to know when they're having a kid it's not going to know when they're visiting a certain state what hotel they're in and stuff everything she said about where it happened when it happened lined up with corroborating evidence they did it oh yeah yeah okay and there's a huge settlement before and we don't know if that had already been settled in that or not but in the court of public opinion, they're still there. They're still billionaires, and they're also donating money back and forth through foundations in a triangle. One of the places they did that was Ohio State University uh, through the, the Schottenstein family and also uh, Wexner and Epstein and Abigail Wexner, his wife. She was a part of it. It all continued. So I think at minimal, like these people are already starting to sell off their assets to things. We could get a boycott against L Brands, get a boycott against Nygaard products too. Should never buy from Victoria's Secret or anything that Wexer ever owned. Bed Bath and Beyond, stop going there. Doesn't matter if he sells it. Never shop at a Wexner business. You know, hit him in the pocketbook. If we can't get him into court, at least the public can can fire back. Like a lot of these retail stores are hurting anyway with COVID. They're teetering. You know, you don't need that underwear or bath products. There's so many other places you can get the same thing. So don't shop for Wexner.
what's it look like when your government's surrounded by a wall of barbed wire? I mean, that's what we used to look at third third world despots do that, right? Right after Epstein gets it, I get strikes. As soon as Glenn Maxwell was arrested, it was the same day they got rid of my Patreon. It's not necessarily what I enjoy the most, but what I think is the most important is the Epstein case because they've never been this vulnerable. Never. And it, it will tie in with the Bidens bought property on Watered Island adjacent to Epstein. Hunter Biden is on film with kids. They're exposed. We got a chance to put some of them in jail. All these people that are blackpilled are remind them, look at what happened the last year and a half of Trump's presidency. Epstein got thrown in jail and killed. Maxwell got thrown in jail. Jean-Luc Brunel got thrown in jail. Peter Nygaard got thrown in jail. Sarah and Claire Bronfman got thrown in jail and their daughters of a billionaire. Keith Rainier of the Nexium cult got thrown in jail. Uh, and Harvey Weinstein got thrown in jail. That's nine serial rapists in prison or dead. If you have not been looking at C60 as a means to significantly improve your health and your immunities, you should be. Here's why. First, a strong and healthy immune system is your body's first defense. And for those with a strong immune system, your body will adequately fight illnesses without medical intervention. Second, C60 is safe. As long as you're taking a high quality C60 with no added fillers or solvents. Third, C60 is the best means of removing free radicals from your body that exist. It's at least 200 times better at this function than vitamin C and any other antioxidant. This is the magic. When you free up your body's resources from fighting free radicals, they then can focus their attention on healing. Every person has different needs, but the magic begins when your body can start to heal. So now it becomes clear, you need the best free radical fighter that exists, and that is C60 with black seed oil and curcumin. Go to sarahwestall.com shop and learn more about why this formula is so powerful. Also available by diffuser with ultra, ultra refined C60 oil to safely get directly into your lungs. It's also the best way to help your family pets by just being in the same room. Be sure to read the research and of course, use the current coupons to save money when you buy. Remember, keeping you and your family safe is the most important thing you can do. Don't shop for Wexner. Well, let me ask you, uh, what about Bill Gates? Because Bill Gates is kind of the, the villain right now with, uh, maybe for a long time, but he's a eugenicist. He's behind these vaccines. Mm -hmm. He's a creepo. But he also was known to be. It's not really a vaccine. I know. I, That's it, the thing. It, it's not. It's more gene therapy. Yeah, it's it's, a, it's yeah. not. Yeah. <laughs> How do we how do we gonna tell when it's working? It was is gonna go from a ninety nine point nine eight percent survival rate to ninety nine point nine percent survival rate. Oh, there's a zero point two percent of rain. Should I get a umbrella? Well, there are <laughs> there are treatments that work that are cheap that have no side effects essentially. I mean, people can be allergic to anything. There's can also be... just get it and get over it. I had it last July. It wasn't well, a big deal. Well, you have a good immune I didn't system, do anything. but for people who might be weaker or whatever, well, there are treatments. Though. There are treatments, and this is stupid. Yeah, if you're over sixty five, there's other treatments, and it's just it's just a chest cold, like it's um. They've mm -hmm. overhyped this thing. This if people die from it, if you remove all the comorbidities and people who are morbidly obese and this and this yep. and this, it's not a thing. 
And I think everybody that listens to this show knows that. They just, everybody knows that. Anybody, you know, it's a big psyop though. And so there are a lot of people that have been watching the propaganda media and they know how to manipulate emotions. They're getting very good at psyops. And so they're controlling people's thinking and their emotions. And it's very difficult to, they don't listen to facts. There will not be facts. So that's what we're up against. But Bill Gates, who is the one that's pushing this. You should have seen this woman on Shepard Smith saying, what are we going to do? These southern states are 100% open. Oh, my God. We, we need to tell them that they need a vaccine passport in order to, know. to shop and travel, give them incentives to get, to get back. We have a short window to do this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, southern states are dangerously close to allowing people to have freedom and happiness. That's exactly right. And the thing is, you know, we're... <laughs> We're not 25% of the population anymore. We're 36%. We can't be bullied around anymore like that. Well, I think the people who are figuring this out is growing even more than 50%. But the sad part is, is that they're forcing people to take that shot in order to keep make a living, in order to go to school, in order to work, in order to do basic things. So people right. are giving it's in. big pharma. Nobody wants it. They're like, I don't want the shot. They're like, you have to get it or you can't travel or shop or sell things. Yeah, you can't do anything. You and can't in Israel, live. it's worse. They only give the vaccine passport to a particular ethnic group and none of the others. So the Palestinians can't buy and sell things or it's move just, around because they don't have their vaccine passport because they are last in line oh, to get uh, a vaccine. Well, and thank for, thankfully <laughs> for them, they should be happy because those things, I don't know what they're going to do with those things. And... I don't, my kids, uh, my family, I don't want anybody getting a jab because I'm very nervous. Well, they were going to refuse it anyway, but it's just like, well, now, now that you're refusing this, it's a, it's a lose, lose, either take it. Yes, it is. And a 10% risk of major damage or death or don't take it. You can't travel or shop, which they didn't want them to be able to do. Anyway. Well, the problem with the jab yeah. is the second, is the, is the next round, is the next virus that comes through or the next you know, weaponized, whatever they do, because it's the gain of function and whatever backdoor well, bullshit say, they mutated got mutated into different strains. Yeah, but the, it, you still got to keep things close. But <laughs> I know they're just going to keep playing this on. But I'm concerned about uh, the people who are going to die. They're going to make it look like it's another strand. And it's really um, the mRNA, the mRNA vaccines that are making it happen. That's what we're all concerned about. And a hundred percent increase in child suicide, and eighty-three percent increase in female suicides, and it's just—it's so dumb. People scared of their own shadows, you know. know. It's like the pants shitter crowd, the authoritarians. I think a lot of this is from low testosterone, that because low testosterone, proven in every study, makes you prone to groupthink and intolerant of minority opinions. Really. Um, Yep. Interesting. And we're down. Our testosterone levels have been falling like a rock since about 1990. Has women's too? And because so I'm, women are gaining weight, everything. women are getting fat, and men are becoming pansies. Mm-hmm. Everybody. It's dropped for everybody. Yeah, it's just incre it's It's this and It's really, it's not testosterone alone. It's this in a ratio to estrogen. So, like, a woman is never going to be as high sure. T as a man because she has more estrogen too. But she can have high estrogen for high test for a woman and still be able to, you know, have minority opinions and, and not engage in groupthink. But they are more likely than men on the whole to engage in groupthink. Um, but <clears throat> that's why I'm I ostracized. Think, I'm in a, I'm in I'm always on my own. 
getting treated like crap. You know how that is. Being a free thinker is not always the easiest route. It's very difficult. But uh, what do you think about this? Well, I, I'm like sitting pretty because all these conspiracy theories I was saying forever. I was talking back in 2007 about yeah, a ring of billionaires right. involved in international kidnapping and rape rings. And voila, here it is. It's real. Yes, it is. You know, over, over and over again, proven right again and again. It's weird. People know about Iran-Contra. I mean, they know we aided al-Qaeda and the freedom fighters in Afghanistan, and they know they're aiding al-Qaeda in Syria, but not during 9-11 and not this. It's this, like a blank, oh, we wouldn't do that. Well, okay, well, let's talk about Bill That's Gates and Epstein, done. because Bill Gates was... <laughs> yeah, so Bill Gates, first of all, he lied about his relationship with Epstein, and even after Epstein's in the Black Book, he visited the island, it's not like he needs the money. And he used to be one. Of, he still is one of the richest people in the world. But he used to almost be the richest, and uh, he's richest in the United States for a while. He doesn't need. What, what's he meeting him for? There's only re one reason to go in person to Rape Island. Yes. And it ain't for advice. You can do that on the phone, or you can have them bring him to me. You know why? Why is he traveling to him? He's Bill Gates. You know why he meets in person, and you know why he's at these parties. He continued his relationship with Epstein after Epstein had been erased, arrested and charged for raping a minor or soliciting prostitution is how they put it, which means raping a minor. Exactly. And then, like anybody I knew that went to jail for something like that. I mean, you're Bill Gates. You can't find another financial advisor to talk about. I don't know, your, you know, charities and foundations and stuff. You're going to go to Epstein that raped a kid. You can't find anybody else on the planet to give you financial advice because that's the excuse. Oh, I went there for financial advice. Yeah, right. No, you didn't. Well, you he's a eugenicist. He's he's yeah. wants to thin out and call the population. He thinks he's well, a doctor. Well, you know, and this stuff, I, I got to be honest, this stuff isn't all that complicated. He's a computer scientist, but it's not and a computer engineer. He's smart enough to yeah, study the that. medical part. He is smart enough to study the medical part and understand it. It's that's makes it worse as far as I'm concerned. It's profit opportunity. Yes, it is. And he's got a God complex. Yes, he does. He's like, I'm going to put my doctor hat on. If you write into Google, who is the most famous doctor in the world? Guess what comes up? <laughs> Bill Gates. <laughs> Does Bill Gates come up? Yeah. You're kidding me. Give me a break. Well, then we got Fauci. Now, is Fauci, have you found, found any relationships with Fauci to this mess? To, to Epstein? Yeah. He's related to the people related to Epstein. There's no direct line to Epstein. The guy's a troll. Oh, anyway. Bad. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now, what else about the Epstein case and the Maxwell? Because the Maxwell is the big deal. She's she was bigger than Epstein. Um, yeah. What Her what about this? What brought him in? Yeah, she's she is really the big deal, and that's probably why she's still alive. I'm you thinking. know her now. Johnson and Johnson, which is making a vaccine. Um, Elizabeth Johnson, the heir of Johnson Johnson family, actually did uh, does have property with. Uh, with a bill of sale with Epstein's name on it, and she is friends with uh, Glenn Maxwell's sisters in Colorado. Mm. Well, and she's partied with Epstein. Uh, so there, there is the Johnson have. Johnson heir. Make that's not a 
It's just like, okay, the person that owns the company that's making one of the vaccines is pounding around with an international child rapist. Uh, even maybe she didn't know anything about it, but it's like that's the kind of friend she has. And it's hard not to notice. Like he always had little kids with him and stuff. Because other people who aren't insane, like um, uh, Eric Weinstein or something, it's like I knew immediately he was a cutout. There was something weird. And he had a kid bouncing on his knee that wasn't his daughter. You know, um, Steven Pinker said the same thing as Epstein was an idiot. He he didn't know what he was talking about. I mean, he was a weirdo. He said it immediately, right? Um, so not everybody that's in a picture with Epstein or something is related to him. So he just went and you don't know when you're at some function, there's all these, you know, wealthy people and somebody gets a photo of somebody. That doesn't make you guilt guilty just because there's a picture of Epstein next to well, somebody. It's it's like the but, president that has a line of people taking pictures with him. It's just because he has a picture with somebody doesn't make him guilty of something. That's an unfair association. But no. if they're partying with him <laughs> and they're friends with him, then that's a different scenario. Right. I mean, I'm a, I have a picture of John McCain. Uh, I hate him. <laughs> exactly. Well, people line um, up. But okay, so what about the Maxwell case do people not know that's coming out? Because the media will not. The propaganda media. To be fair, I didn't know he was behind me when the girl took the picture. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. McCain. You have to qualify it now. In the heart building and McCain was going there and uh, and whatever. He was a little dude, too. I thought he'd be taller. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's funny. You had to cla- you had to clarify. Um, so what what do people not know about the Maxwell case? Because the media, the propaganda media, won't cover it. They just fl- you know that they're propaganda media. They are what they are. Yeah, her father was a spy for the Israelis. You can start with that. I mean, they don't touch Israel on anything ever. Right? It doesn't matter. They bulldoze kids' houses down and shoot people in the balls and in the eyes and colonize the West Bank. They get away with whatever they want to get away with. And U.S. doesn't report on any of it. I mean, they routinely bomb Syria. And we just keep quiet. But you know if Syria bombed Israel, it would be oh, yes. not only on television, it would be on glimpse in the sky 24 hours a day and it's another holocaust or whatever. But they get to do whatever they want. And her father was a premier spy for the Israeli state. He's the one that helped catch Mordecai Benunu, which was an Israeli whistleblower that told the world that Israel had and took pictures of warheads that Israel had made nuclear weapons uh, by the hundreds. And a lot of people have been investigating that anyway since RFK. He's the last uh, attorney general to look at it. Of course, somebody shot him, blamed it on a Palestinian. But uh, they had stolen uranium from the United States and then illegally built nuclear weapons and refused to sign and still have refused to sign on the non-proliferation treaty. Mordecai Benunu, a good Israeli man, took pictures of the warheads and showed the world and he took it to the British papers where Maxwell uh, snitched on him and they set him up with a honey trap in Italy and threw him in solitary confinement for the next 11 years and routinely put him in and out of jail. But that was did so much damage to the United States and pretty much started the Cold War. Uh, and Maxwell's involved in that. And the, his daughters are all into tech. And Glenn, his youngest, that he named the Ghislaine, or whatever, she's, he was killed by uh, the Mossad when he tried to blackmail them for more money. They threw him off his own boat near the Canary Islands. 
but the boat was named after his youngest daughter and she is sort of the um the idiot kid of the bunch like her sisters and, and brothers are pretty clever and she wasn't really good at anything other than socializing and they they tried to get her I mean Doug Lees and some others they were gonna involve them on uh quasi-legal arms smuggling um you know bribing for contracts that kind of thing and they just sucked at it and uh she had this boyfriend Epstein they brought in and they finally found their little niche in sexual blackmail and so they sent them to the pre-existing sexual blackmail cells uh, that were already in the United States and Canada with the Bronfmans and Wexner. Wexner gives them a house, like basically, not just a house, gave them a mansion, sets them up a base of operation, and then Epstein is able, through the guise of saying, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a consultant for hedge fund managers or whatever, and, or, you know, I, I only do billionaires. But it was all other people's money, and it was a construct. And he got through into Bear Stearns and... Um, Tower Financial and all the and Ponzi scheme after Ponzi scheme, and everyone would go down but but him because he's protected by the Israeli state, and he was a viable asset for them because his role was to spy on U.S. technology and to use honey traps to do it. Not always underage either. He was into the underage stuff, but he'd use whatever age women to get what they needed, film people having sex. But his big role was spying and getting that technology back to the Israeli state. Well, Promise Software was stolen by Maxwell as well. That was a huge thing that the Israelis stole from the United States. In addition to putting Mordecai Benunu in jail, they stole uh, from the Pentagon. Very, very high-priced uh, and secretive technology that Israel uh, made its own program based off of Promise. And their own NSO software is what they were tracking Khashoggi with, for example, who was killed by the uh, premier prince in Saudi Arabia. Ironically, uh, Jamal Khashoggi's uncle was also like Epstein in that he liked going on cruises full of prostitutes. Uh, he was more like Nagarty. He'd hire all these women and go in international waters, and they did the most disgusting things to these people. A lot of Blondes from Ukraine who were desperate because the, you know the, the ruble had collapsed. Their own currency was worthless, and they're looking for work, and they needed foreign currency, and they get promised jobs and lied to, and some of them turn to sex work out of desperation, and then they get roped up on a Khashoggi cruise ship, where they pin them down in cages and cut their hair and make them eat disgusting foods and bugs and shit in their mouths and rape them in the ass and stuff you don't even want to hear about. It's nightmarish. And, and Nygaard did stuff like that, too. He'd drug women, and, and him and his friends would rape them, anal rape them, abuse them, leave them, film them. Um, and then leave it's like, them dead? Did cops. they kill them? Was it like snuff situations? No, snuff well, they were selling porn. How? <laughs> I guess I don't have to worry. This isn't on YouTube, right? So can no. I say freely? Yeah? Yeah, it's not on YouTube. All right. It's, okay, if it won't get you kicked off, I'll tell you. They were selling tapes, and I have a video called uh, A Trip Down Rapey Lane where I go through and read all the articles and papers on this. <sighs> Babies and toddlers being raped to death for $40,000. You can watch a child die from... Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God. It reminds and... me of... 
And these people are still walking around. The people are still walking around. It's a case in Washington state where human hair was woven so tightly around a baby's penis, it was going to castrate them. And they caught it just in time. And that was a family of Mary Kay Letourneau who raped a 13 year old boy and got pregnant by him. And our family was Bush's attorney general, Joseph P. Smith's and, have a chalkboard video on it. I can't even talk about the baby stuff. I can't even stay composed. It's the worst stuff, the worst shit you've ever heard in your life. Torturing well, kids. Well, I, I know. And I know there's... stuff. Keeping you real kids in cages. Actual yes, kids in cages. I, I know. So it does, get, it does get even darker than Epstein. Epstein's thing is more of like luring little girls in for massages. And then he did abuse them with sex toys. And he... He mostly jerked off and had them do that to him, and he would rape them, vaginal rape them sometimes, and Maxwell would rape them, and sometimes both of them would rape them, and then he'd pass them around if they fit the bill in a ring to his buddies, and sometimes his buddies passed the girls to him. And if he could groom them enough to get a sex slave, he kept them. Now, he w- they didn't often murder them. They just strung them all out on drugs and no one will believe your story and don't worry i own the palm beach police go ahead and tell them it's not gonna matter and it didn't i mean he was right for a long time it didn't matter until it did um and he had they were getting um models from jean-luc brunel and mc squared and also from Wexner's victoria's secret the outfits that he had for his ll brands any type of modeling and they would get the child models so it's a way that under the pretext of I'm recruiting models, I'm a scout for young girls to be in these clothing ads or whatever, and they'd find the most desperate ones, preferably from abroad so they can hold their passport ransom and they don't even speak the language and can't do anything, and then bring them over to the Epstein Ranch and, say, and, and groom them on in through the massage process and rape all these little girls. And I mean little, little kids, like 12 years old. They focus on the 15, 17-year-olds, which is still fucked up, but I do think degree matters. And he was raping 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds. Just, but they, rather than having to go around and find girls from broken homes and things, they were started pipelining them from the modeling agencies which again was gathering a lot of girls from Eastern Europe and also sometimes from Thailand and other places where there's already really large markets for human trafficking. There's a large one in China of North Korean girls that are trying to escape North Korea and they, the pretty ones never make it out of China. They sell them. <clears throat> and um, this is global. And what we tripped over is the tip of the iceberg if people start digging and this one's israeli intelligence they're not the only ones like i just talked about the saudi prince and uh, and one of the Khashoggi's on his rape carnivals but the epstein thing is deeply tied to the most zionist people on earth and the wealthiest ones like less wexner's wexner heritage foundation what is set up with rabbi friedman who was right there with Abel Hillel Silver and the Haganah terrorists that murdered their way into creating the Israeli state in the first place, which involved a large degree of 
gun running and human trafficking. Now, very different to human traffic um, Jewish people into Palestine for a demographic majority, but they also were trafficking girls and still were. They didn't even have laws against this through the 2000s. Young girls would be locked in brothels in Tel Aviv and forced into prostitution, which means it's not prostitution, it's rape. And the problem the Knesset had with that in Israel was not that these girls were lured in and kidnapped and forced into sex work. It was that it was undermining the majority Jewish demographic in the city to have all these Europeans there. That's all they oh, care geez. about. I know. Well, okay. So what is it? Because I know that you uh, you have... There's university uh, papers on that, by the way. I, uh, I know. It's real. I know that. it's This is real yeah. stuff. Now you moved to Japan, and you uh, are you there because you feel that you have more freedom to do your journalism there, and without being the persecution of the U.S. Number of reasons. Like once George Bush got reelected, I was like, as soon as I can get out of here, I'm getting out of here. As I did, I, he started the war in Iraq based on lies, and they voted for him again anyway. And the other guy was John Kerry, and he voted for all the same stuff as the senator. So I was like, how can we be this stupid? And so as soon as I could get out, I was going to leave. Japan has a constitution against war. And it's got, on every measuring stick, it's more peaceful than the United States and live longer, better health care, better education. It was just better. And so I thought, I'm, I, this is before I had children, but I said, planning on it, and I'm not doing it here. There's school shootings and bars on the windows, and the U.S. is falling apart. So I chose Japan. And I was also curious. I liked Japanese things, and it wasn't like a one single reason, but definitely it has helped with journalism in the sense that, like, at least I can put my money in a bank in Japan and know it's not going to disappear. Yeah. And uh, I can't say that for the U.S. Yeah, yeah because in the journalist. U.S., other people in my circles have had their bank accounts frozen or taken away. My Coinbase account for Bitcoin was frozen. My BitThumb was frozen. Yeah, I can't I, get my Coinbase account back either. Oh, yeah, they'll, they'll cancel you in a second. I can't Wells get Fargo, that. can't yeah. bank with them. They'll throw you off if you go after these people. So the United States is not a free country, and you do not have free speech. Uh, you don't really have rights uh, that you sh are supposed to have. And they've been eroding since Lincoln. I mean, that was the, he is the original neocon. And that was the original corporate takeover of the United States. And they got his face on the side of a mountain and act like he's the great emancipator when he was a racial separatist and a racist. There is legislation showing the corporation taking over right during the Lincoln time. And so now we have this unelected corporation, essentially. I mean, he started subsidizing the railroads and steel, and uh, the greenback fell from a dollar down to 35 cents, and he paid for the war through bonds, uh, and then he had the war bonds paid for back in gold. That's the first legislation, the first bill that Grant signed after Lincoln's death was the war bonds have to be repaid in gold, and we're going to have the South pay yeah, for them. Well, it's always the victims or the, the losers. The South was so for. poor. They're making 17 cents a day in the 20s, which is less than like, just Ohio. The poverty line was a dollar a day in the 1870s. In the 1920s, the South sharecroppers are making 17 cents a day 
$63 a year, didn't have shoes. People are dying of ho getting hookworm infestation and rickets and things that never, never existed before. And it's not like a year or two years after the Civil War. This is 40, 50 years after during Reconstruction because the Northern industry stole everything, slapped a 45% tariff on people, put freight rates on railroads. So if you want to ship something from Alabama, you got to pay a 40% tax. If you want to ship it from Pennsylvania, you don't have to pay a tax. Like it was interstate tariffs. Plus, I mean, they strangled them everywhere they could and turned the South into a little Ireland. They did to the South what uh, Britain did to Ireland during the potato famine, where they're exporting food during the famine to Britain from Ireland, starving people to death. Ireland's population today is still not high as it was in the 1850s. Every other country grew in population. Ireland's still around 5 million people. Back then, it was also around 5 million people. Oh, That's so many how people many died. people starved to death or were forced to leave the country. So would you consider yourself a pacifist, almost? Like, just so, like, I just, the wars and the... I haven't, I can't think of a war that was just, I mean, I understand, I'm not a pacifist. Like, I think, I'm proud of Crazy Horse killing Custer. I think you had to. Like, if an army is coming to kill you... If they're invading your land, you have a right to defend yourself. Yeah. But none of our wars since the Civil War have been necessary. They're all the Spanish-American War was started with a false flag. So was World War One and World War Two. They they had broken the code. They, they they all do it on purpose. It's all for corporate interest. There's no reason to invade Libya. There was no reason to invade twice in Iraq, babies on incubators, followed by weapons of mass destruction. We didn't need a coup in Ukraine. We didn't need a military presence in Somalia or Mali. Uh, we had no business being in Georgia. We had no business for the CIA financing the war recently that Azerbaijan had in Armenia. There, there's no reason to be in Syria. We don't need sanctions on Iran. Like None of these things are even in the interest of the United States. They're in a selective corporate interest, mostly outside of the United States. So I'm against all of these wars because they're all stupid. But I'm not a pacifist philosophically and like, I don't believe that war is ever an option or possible. I just think it's extremely rare. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's the way I am, I think. So what is your goal? What would you say? I mean, what are you working on now? What is it that you really have passion on and really want to bring to light? I think their weak point is this Epstein case. Like I have a, I have a lot of, I'm passionate about um, retail, like U.S. history. I feel is not being taught. Revolutionary War, Civil War, and anything in between. No. These millennials, they're they're just <laughs> everything's identity politics. Like oh, racist, sexist, xenophobic. No, That's no. their answer to everything. It's called presentism. And I try to implore people, like, you know why all these northern statues don't mention freeing the slaves at all, and it's all about preserving the Union? Because that's what it's about. You want it to be about racism or whatever, because that's what you're obsessed with today. But guess what? People in the 1860s didn't think like you think now. Imagine that. <laughs> but uh, I want people to learn their own history, their own roots. I just, like I, I Just today, talking about Epstein, I talked about the Civil War, talked a little bit about Ireland. And I can go on and on. People need to know what's happened in the past to understand what's going on today. But as far as what I'm focusing on, 
is not necessarily what I enjoy the most, but what I think is the most important is the Epstein case because they've never been this vulnerable. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, it will tie in with the Bidens bought property on Watered Island adjacent to Epstein. Hunter Biden is on film with kids. Like, we've got to stop human trafficking and rape. I can't think of anything lower. And, and they're or more important. We got a chance to put some of them in jail. All these people that are blackpilled are remind them. Look at what happened the last year and a half of Trump's presidency. Epstein got thrown in jail and killed. Maxwell got thrown in jail. Jean-Luc Brunel got thrown in jail. Peter Nygaard got thrown in jail. Sarah and Claire Bronfman got thrown in jail. And their daughters of a billionaire. Keith Rainier of the Nexium cult got thrown in jail. Uh, and Harvey Weinstein got thrown in jail. That's nine serial rapists in prison or dead deal that's a big deal yeah we could keep those heads a rolling but not under biden well <laughs> biden's part of this already biden's he part of part. I mean, biden can't keep his hands off little kids when he when he's on camera and he knows it. i know he's, he's really snipping them and holding them too long and grabbing some side boob and touching other people's wives he's sick yes, you he know is. that guy's compromised he can't keep his hands off of kids for taking a picture at Christmas. You know? Right now he's mentally gone. He's like stupid anyways. I mean. He's it, always it, been that dumb. Well, he is dumb. He's a raging alcoholic and a child rapist. And now he's he's got Alzheimer's or whatever he's got. So what? So there we are. I mean, how he, and like he be, he's a Democrat. Died. So. The guy, the guy that can't barely <laughs> function. With some so, Democrats, I can't tell if they have Alzheimer's or they're just always that stupid. <laughs> these are the people who are like there's 72 genders there are two genders scientifically biologically there are two genders it's bimodal it is nah man we're just in imagination land i always say well there can be the the one that gets the extra x chromosome you can order. ask okay, somebody you might have Klinefelter syndrome or something but it's you're talking that's about different yes hundreds of whatever percent <laughs> it's that's... it is bimodal yeah, that, you know, I agree with you 100%. Like, like the sky is blue. Well, actually, at dusk, it's kind of orange. It's fucking blue. You know what I'm <laughs> I about. agree. No. I was born to have babies, and you weren't. Just it's that basic. Yes, you have ovaries. I don't. That's how it is. And <laughs> e- even with hermaphrodites and stuff, only one, there's only one functioning one. You, you might have both, but only one of them actually yeah, might I, work. I know. I just had to bring that up because that's the only one. That, it's the only gray area that exists. And yeah, they're confusing can... sexuality with sex. I'm like, look, I be, being yes. gay, straight, or into whatever it doesn't matter. Exactly. You either have a penis or a vagina. I, there's biological, and then there's whatever the hell you want to do. And I don't care what you want to do, but to pretend that I'm not physically a female is ridiculous. Because they're trying to normalize pedophilia. And yes, I agree. <laughs> look at California. I, I, I know. They're, That's they're really sad. They're reducing punishments for raping kids. Okay, so now you tell us how people can support you because I know that we we've been I tried to get you going on the um the what do you call it the zeolite which is a great product and you're you're selling it but then every time you do I it I did that actually what I ran out of my sample but that was curing the um circles under my eyes isn't it great and then I ran out of product but isn't it great yeah. <laughs> I'd buy some more, but after getting kicked off of YouTube and everything else, I'm not spending money on anything. Every time you get set up with the with your free promo, you get kicked off. And the same with me. The last two times, I've had some bullshit happen yeah. right in the middle of my promo. Oh, I, I had it, and I went. I got uh, adenovirus in my eyeball, and I was in the hospital. So even when I got out, I couldn't see. So I, could, I only promoted it for like three days of my week or whatever. 
And then the next time they're like, all right, we'll do it again in a few months. And I lost my YouTube, which was, you know, know. 90,000 people. My first time I lost my YouTube, (laughs) the next time I lost my Twitter, my, my Patreon and my website, I'm like, okay, I, this is just bad timing. Yeah. I lost my Twitter. (laughs) Okay. Well then how do people, yeah, we're just, they're trying to erase us. How do people support you? Cause I know you have, you sell the maps, the Epstein maps. Can you show us that Epstein map? Yeah, that's a nice way to support because instead of just giving a donation, which is fine, like why not get an Epstein map? Because I, I could sit here and talk about all the people involved in the network. Like, I don't know how many hours it would take, but, you know, all day probably. But I made a map and I made it very conservative. I only put pe- figures on there that had either already been convicted of or accused of. Um, rape, sexual harassment, and so on. And I also put in the convictions of the financial crimes, the white-collar crimes they did with um, uh, Liquid Funding, LTD, and Bear Stearns, and um, the stuff with Leon Black and the rest of it. And, and I, Because his foundations, Gratitude America, and all these, they were the way that Darren Indyke or whomever lawyer set up to help bribe police, um, pay off a judge, and and then put move um, money around for hedge funds in a triangle for tax evasion purposes and who knows what else they spent the cash on probably more grooming and you know because you like like Charles Kraft for example caught raping um, Asian women in Florida he's a billionaire I'm like why don't you just go to Vegas and legally get an adult hooker well no these people are addicted and they like the abuse and that guy think they get off on crime. Like I'm untouchable. I have billions of dollars. And he was right. Nothing happened to him. Right. They hurt him. You they know? can't just well, he have normal sexual relationships. They have to no, they abuse can't. them they in can't. the process. And Epstein figured that out. Like anybody that it was a little blip, like rumor in Hollywood, like Kevin Spacey, whatever, uh, they became friends with them because they're like, they know it takes one to know one kind of thing. They knew their own kind and could go find them like magnets and then exploit them. Um, so as far as finding me, I've got a website, ancreport.com, and on there are links to how to become a member to the site, get an Epstein map, or I sell lots of things, actually. Um, we've built our own YouTube on something called Activity Pub. You'll see it's, it's called F-U-Q-Tube, YouTube. <laughs> Um, but that's where I'm doing live streams and things. And then I've built my own Twitter and I have a telegram group and all those links are on the sidebar of my website. That's excellent. So that's the best way to go. And becoming a member, like even if you're just five bucks a month, which is like a high end coffee, not even a day, like a month, you'll get access to MP3s of a lot of videos I do, which, uh, if you do the math, if you're listening to those anyway, on your phone or something, the amount you save in bandwidth and data cost is offsets what you'd pay me. So that's the lowest tier, and it helps a lot. If lots of people give five bucks, that's yeah, good. It keeps you going. If you wanna, if you we need to keep more you money going. And you want to get a map? How much is your you map? Because $50, it's a big, huge it's massive. map well, you... that would take you... It would take you years to do all the research and find all the things, and I'm just putting it out Can there. Can you spend a little bit of time with my members after the show to talk a little bit more about your map so that we can, you know, as an exclusive for my members? Oh, yeah, I got to send you one. I thought we did. Maybe not. I'll send you okay, one. Okay, that'd be I'll just great. I'll give you one. 
It's um, it's incredible. There's I nobody else has a Sunday. He went to get it framed, and then COVID hit, and he hit stuck at the frame. Oh Jesus! Because <laughs> they closed, whatever. Uh, like here's here's the tiny maps. These are these just have words on them. I didn't have their faces and stuff, but I will show you the businesses and the people involved and what their crimes were. And when you see it, you're just it's like. Man, the, the Clintons, the mega group founders, 12 different billionaires are on this map. I counted over a dozen. Technically more than that when you count their spouses because they're also yeah, billionaires. Yeah. It's, um, you're like, these are the people. And Bill Gates is on the map. And you'll see his connections and who he's into. And it's for visual learners, which is, I think, most people, because our everyday life is looking and talking and stuff. It's really great to have the faces there and the names and see who the relationship is, what business relationships they have, what crimes we already know about. And it's also fun because if you bought the map in 2019, you could sit there with a the marker and like, you know, when Glenn got arrested, put a little circle around her. Oh, Jean-Luc Brunel got arrested. It's put a little awesome. circle around that. Harvey Weinstein's in jail. Put a little circle around that. Oh. Oh, there go the Bronfins. Boom, boom. You know, it's like, everybody it's should study it. It's Barack's in trouble. It should be a yeah, university class, a prerequisite class for every university student in the country. But anyways, I have a video where I went over like maybe twenty percent of the map um, that used to be on YouTube. It was pulled. It's still on BitChute, I believe. Yeah, I can I can send you that. I'm just walking through, so you can kind of. What I did in the video is I just have circles and names. I didn't get all their faces and stuff. But the map I sell has photographs of all the people, too. And uh, it's real nice. It's big, though. It's like 60 centimeters uh, by 76. Well, that's okay. It's a, it's a big, good. like, bigger than a poster uh, size map. Well, tell us where they can get it again. But, What's the website again? Well, if you go to ancreport.com slash shop. Perfect. You can see it in there. Okay. It'll say Epstein map. I'll send you a link. If yeah, you want send a me link a link. Under this. Put it on, yeah. Thank you so much for everything you're doing, Ryan. I we are blessed to have you as a journalist and and fighting this. Well, I've had victims reach out to me. Most recently, Maria Farmer wants to paint one of my maps. She said she'd do it free of charge. Bless her too. She's already suffering from cancer and got abused by these people, but. I, it makes me feel good that, because I started this in my 20s, that these girls, some of them about, well, they're my age really, are um, knowing that someone was trying to stick up for them the whole time and now getting recognition for it. And then I think they see us, you know, people like you and me and others that that are sticking on this case, get kicked off of oh, everything. No. So it's pretty and obvious. You get accused of hate speech and all this other jazz. And I, come on now. It's yeah. really obvious. Well, thank you so much for doing this interview. And um, just stick around here at the end for a second. Yeah, I'll talk to the members. We'd be happy to do that. Mm -hmm.